0: Hello investors, this is Michael with Investorly. At the intersection of financial education and opportunity, we empower you to invest early in your future. In episode 11 of A Conversation With, we welcome Richard Wagner, one of the founders of the Spoiled Banana Society, a blockchain-based fantasy sports NFT. We learn about his investing journey, how the Spoiled Banana Society was formed, and talk about the rapid growth of the NFT ecosystem. To stay informed of upcoming episodes, and receive our insightful weekly newsletter. Subscribe at investorly.substack.com. We hope you enjoy today's conversation.
1: Richard, before we before we jump into the spoiled banana society and how it was formed, uh, let's talk about you for a second. Tell us a little bit about your investing journey and how you got it, how you started investing early.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. What up, Danny? Hope you're doing well. Um, what's up? Man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, I got into NFTs first, like eight months ago, um, which I guess isn't too early. But I'm 22, so I guess I guess it is early. Um, I got into NFTs eight months ago. Board Apes was my first one. Uh, very lucky. Very grateful. But right before Board Apes, funny enough, I've never even said this. My mom, I was like getting into stocks, and for some reason, I got into options. And like my mom gave me like 3K that I lost on options right before board Apes. Uh, so definitely don't do options is what I learned. But like, interesting, that was my first experience with, you know, investing. And then right, the next experience was NFTs, which um, definitely has changed my perspective. And I think, you know, especially with, even with the options, like if I invested, if I made those options long-term, it was AMC options. Like if I made them a year out, I would have made so much money, but I did it for like a week. So I think kind of what I've just learned, which is so getting ahead of ourselves, but it's just, you know, investing in the long-term
1: wow that's uh that's a big acceleration uh in a very short amount of time uh so what what initially drew you in uh to investing in general and not only what drew you in but what was the very first uh very first thing you you said it was a stock right what stock was that?
2: yeah, I think what we invested in was i think I was saying AMC, um definitely some Tesla in there like I think it was just the fact that I had seen some friends i think. You know invest in a tesla i think that's what really drew me like some friends invest in tesla i'm also like a, a d-gen like i play a lot of fantasy football i play poker um but that's like you know definitely very like it's one night or one day um or, you know where or it's very fast i think investing you know it's definitely a slower a much slower thing
1: it sounds like um well i you know if you go from like uh i think it's online gambling and physical gambling Uh, you know day trading and options things like that investing can almost seem uh, kind of like a slow moving ship versus a a speedboat what you're used to (laughs) but um, well tell us tell us about some of of your gambling experience and um, and how that kind of uh, you know went over into stock options and things like that
2: so definitely like a bunch of you know just playing poker um, you know with like more money than i had technically i mean i had it but like more money than i should be playing at the time you know but it was very fun like i'm pretty competitive and doing like a lot of fantasy league gear um and you know doing dfs at one point getting into sports betting but i definitely learned to you know to step away with that uh, like to definitely get away from that but and i that's why i really like uh, spoiled banana society because you know i think what the better version of that is kind of investing into like a fantasy league that's year long because it's like less risk um so that's that's why I appreciate it but I definitely think that you know I degen and lost a bunch of money and then I got into stocks you know be t- because my friends invested into Tesla they made a bunch of money and then I lost because I made like very quick options stupidly and then right after that um I was very curious about the NFT market like Boris my brother who's on this Spud Banana Society page he you know was like check out these apes he was like let's buy them I was like uh cuz I was 20k in debt at the time after covid um, I was supposed to get unemployment, but I didn't. So it was like 20K in the de- in, at the time. And he's like, yo, do you want to buy this picture of a monkey on the internet? And um, we did it. So, you know, definitely not the best investments on my end, but it's, I got lucky as hell. And then I think the, you know, more important thing is just holding it once it went up. So once it got to 20, 30, 40K, you know, that's the harder part and not selling it. But I think it was a pretty clear thing uh how much it changed, you know, my life and what it does and what it is just off the utility and the community is a a no-brainer to not sell it
0: yeah richard listen i want to first chime in here because i have a couple questions before we dive into spoiled banana society which is the real reason we're excited to really learn about the new project but one you talk about being lucky a lot with one of some of your descriptions but i'd rather say uh I'm not sure how much luck you you really got. I mean, you made a good investment, whether that was lucky. But think about all the people that weren't able to hold their apes as long. So that actually takes some skill, some patience, and you should be applauded for that because it's one thing to get lucky at the start. And there's a lot of NFT members or anybody who invests in something, but then it goes up a million times more and they go, man, I wish I held on. So you weren't lucky for holding, right? You might have been lucky at the start but then you actually had to use some grace, some patience, some skills, some of your learnings from maybe those options that you had lost on. And that actually put you in a better position. So while you might've been lucky to start, no one gets lucky to make it to the, you know, the level of holding an ape to where it is today. So congratulations on that. Well, well done.
2: No, I hear you. I definitely, you know, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that that's where kind of the gold is and that's where really the importance of, of everything is, is kind of holding it, um, and not selling when it gets to 50K or 100K. even Because I'm still 20K in debt. Um, so it would be pretty nice. I still live with my folks. But I think that there's so much more to build towards.
0: And build towards you are doing. So I want to talk to you about Spoiled Banana Society. But I have one more question before Spoiled Banana Society. So
2: you mentioned you're a D-gen. In your opinion, what a a D-gen? I think a D-gen is someone who like... Literally stay up to like 5 a.m. playing uh, poker because, you know, they have fun um, or like betting, you know, or like winning like or like losing 100 bucks and then putting like 100 bucks on black to, to win him back, you know, just completely degening out or like, you know, leaving the casino and throwing like a last stab on the roulette table, which I did two days ago and somehow hit on I hit my numbers are 24 and three and I randomly hit 24 on the way out. But just degening out like that, uh, which I don't advise. And But, you know, if you have the money, it can be fun here and there. I It's definitely not a good thing to do a lot. Of. Right. So it's admirable. Listen, you said it yourself.
0: First, you're 22. So everyone is at a different point in their life. They have a different risk assessment. But it's enjoyable to hear what you're talking about from a DJ, because based on the way that you describe it, I'm certainly a and I know Danny's a DJ We're up at 3 a.m. talking to each other nightly while we're still both up. Maybe it's not doing the exact same things, but I think we got a lot of DJs in the audience, too, and it's a good thing. I see a lot of uh, cool uh, profile pictures, avatars and that brings us to nfts i want to hear more about bored apes let's dive into spoiled banana society right how does it start what's the thought process behind it
2: yeah 100 um i think that's a great question you know it starts off pretty naturally with again just owning an ape we're like what you know as gens we're like what do we want to do we want we play fantasy football we love it me and my brother so we create lee invite all the apes in a bunch of apes join and then naturally everybody starts talking how do we nft this how do we blockchain it uh, you know, me and Boris definitely wanted to do that. You know, the right people showed up. Um, and then now we have a team of 11 apes, uh, 12 actually now with our dev drop asset, but a team of 12 apes literally working on this project. So it's definitely just a very community driven project. Our first drop is a fantasy football drop because it was a fantasy football league. But then we're going to go into basketball. We're going to go into soccer. We're going to go into all the sports. And the cool thing that NFTs have allowed um, is that we can then take a result from all the cards trading. Uh, so when people buy or sell on open see their cards we take a percent and then that percent can just go back to the prize pool and and so what it creates is that you don't have to pay every single year but you can keep playing for prizes so this year we're doing over a million dollars in prizes in aboard board eight for first and we've held back a percent of mitt to do that next year as well um, and then we'll keep it going with like i said the residuals of the cards with merch drops with sponsorships so you'll get to keep playing in this league uh, this exclusive league there's also 100 gold cards that let you compete for even more prizes but you get to compete in this league um and also be a part of the community go to in real life events metaverse events you know i'm going to do a lot of music stuff um and there's going to be a lot of like poker games a lot of different dj and stuff uh you know like free poker games with prizes memorabilia and stuff like that so it's kind of like build the nft community and then we're also like the actual utility is there because we're giving back 80 percent in like prizes and investing into the company and um you know, it's, it's different than your avatar project because most of it's like your NFT is actually your fantasy team. It's two quarterbacks, four running backs, five wide receivers, two tight ends, two defenses. So it's 15 properties. And then every week you go on our website and you start the players. Um, and then every week and every season you win ETH. And then every year you do that. And without paying future years. And then we're going to go into basketball, soccer and all the sports. And the people who get these cards, since they're our Genesis cards, will get future uh, sports cards first. And
0: if proven over this year how important community is. And speaking of community, the Spoiled Banana Society is a community. I see you guys, and you specifically, Richard, participating in all sorts of events, going on all sorts of podcasts, having conversations amongst everybody in the community alongside the rest of the Spoiled Banana Society team. What's the connection between the Spoiled Banana Society team, all 11 and now 12?
2: Yeah, 100%. Thank you, you know, for... Um, highlighting that and, and, and speak about that. Yeah. Like I think j- because we're all apes, that's the, definitely the big connection there. Um, You know, getting into the board apes, we all got in pretty early. Um, me and my brother got in a week after mint. Uh, so, all, and most of us, you know, got them around that same time. So just being in the club for a while, uh, you know, getting to know each other, we're all big fantasy football lovers, football lovers, of course. Um, and we all, you know, I think all, are all pretty ambitious, all very nice people, um though people so and then i think you know with everyone else it's just been amazing uh being in the space for eight months getting to know everyone like other cats crypto dads all the other communities all the people coming in all the other apes and their projects uh it's definitely you know really awesome now when they all support me because uh, i've been you know supporting them for all this time and it just creates like a it's definitely a wag me energy in the space i can definitely attest to that
1: uh well said rich I, uh, that's a great answer there i i want to dive a little bit into um the different personalities behind the 11 and now 12 members of uh, uh of the spoiled banana society so talk about the the personality dynamics how did how did all of you meet and how did all how have all of you been able to uh collaborate together and work together and were there any kind of challenges along the way in the several months uh to create this uh you know fantasy sports within uh, the Board Ape uh,
2: Yacht Club? Yeah, 100%. I think that's a really good question. Um, so my, me and my brother, uh, my brother's on the Spud Banana Society account. You know, we started Spud Banana Society with the apes. And um, then we, you know, Mike was definitely one of the first people to help us a lot. He's the other CEO. We're three like the CEOs of the company. Um, he's helped us with the game mechanics, with everything. Um, so big shout out to him. And then Jack, who's in the audience right there, is our uh, artist and animator our art director. He's one of the founders as well. He's freaking insanely talented. He's like one of definitely the biggest reasons we've, we've had this much success. Um, so big shout out to him. And then we have a uh, Dutch who's a uh, three times World Series of poker bracelet winner. Speaking of DJ, I'm kidding. Shout out Dutch. He's a monster, but he, we had a poker tournament with a thousand people and he finished 18. Um, so he's definitely good. And I did knock him out though. When we were in Vegas and take his money, when we were playing a cash game, but, um, I should, I should stop saying that. He's going to be in here one of these days. But, um, so it was really <laughs> <Nice>. dope. <laughs> friendly rival. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Friendly rival. He's, he'll kill me. He's going to take so much of my money in this lifetime. But, uh, you, you know, he's really dope. He's our lawyer. He, he He's not a lawyer, but he handles everything with the law stuff, which is super important when you're getting into NFTs and you're getting into sports. Um, so that's been very helpful. We have, uh, help people helping us with marketing like Elder Wild and Gabe. Um, people like, uh, gone streaking uh jared and sean we have people helping us with the discord uh devin current or kasim uh he's a really dope dude helping us run all the discord stuff that and then nathan he is the head of our farm Ape, he's the head of get shit done um helping us with and just a lot of stuff happens when you run an nfc company so much things you know that pop up that need to be done Uh, so it definitely helps having that many people help
1: well it sounds like in a really short amount of time it's a really well-oiled machine i mean you know, there's a lot of different personalities, but if you're all going towards a common goal and everybody understands their role and and what their what their strengths are within that uh, community, then it definitely it definitely moves forward in the right way. Is there anything significant when it comes to the number eleven or or now twelve in in the kind of the origin uh, of the community?
2: Oh, uh, um, nothing significant. But the twelfth member is Drop Acid. Uh, he's helping us with all the dev stuff, doing the smart contract, the Web three um so definitely a huge shout out to him that's really important in all of this he's done a lot of successful drops in the past fellow ape but um yeah i don't think that there's nothing significant with the number but you did ask me were there any challenges i think there's definitely been challenges uh like our devs before drop acid uh you know didn't go so well they quit on us like we um you know there's definitely things that Ha- happened complications uh you know that gave us challenges but it's just gonna make the you, you know if if this does go well it's just gonna make it that much sweeter
0: yeah i mean what you're describing right now rich is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger coming to life and so uh we uh obviously are excited to have you here now chatting with us on episode 11 of investorly a conversation with our podcast oh shit this is episode
2: 11 okay okay
0: yeah and amazing right like we didn't plan that but i think there's some karma there richard how did you guys come up with the name spoiled banana society
2: yeah i think uh you know we're thinking of names um definitely all organic and i think the banana um being like a football uh, definitely helped but i think what really was dope was the spoiled You know, kind of like we're spoiled from having Bored Apes, in a sense, uh, and Spoiled Banana. Like, you know, that's honestly my favorite banana, a spoiled one when it gets a little brown. Maybe not fully spoiled, but I don't like the green ones. They're not as sweet. Uh, And then Society, I think we really loved how Bored Ape Yacht Club, you know, said they're a a club. Uh, We didn't want to copy them exactly, but I think Society is a really awesome name as well. Makes you feel part of, um, you know, a, a group of people. Uh, family in a sense which i think is super important to us we don't want to just be like DraftKings or FanDuel where you like just bet with us i think we want to make this bigger than that because it's an nft community
0: and a community it is a community of board apes a community of <laughs> fantasy football and poker players you guys had a poker tournament already as far to, as far as i recall right and how'd that go talk
2: about that yeah that was f- so dope we had a, it maxed out a thousand people entered uh, we gave to the top 15 people uh, top prize got like five of our NFTs, a crypto mom, uh, omnimorphs, um, a zoid, like street. Sh- 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 I think it was a bunch, a bunch of other stuff, a night. Um, it was really cool. Turnout Dutch got 18th. Like I was saying, he just missed getting uh, a prize, um, w- which was crazy. Some dude called him with ace high on the flop. Uh, he was pretty heated, but it, it went really well. We got gutter cats to be involved. We got crypto dads. Um, we got omnimorphs, but it was a huge, Oh, raw side players, Knights of DGen. A bunch of, uh, you know, definitely sports-oriented um, NFT companies, which was awesome for us. So definitely a great event and a great turnout. People seemed to love it. Uh, people from the communities were so pumped. Everybody was talking in their, in their like, uh, discords. So super cool event.
0: Totally. And I know that other members, even myself, that weren't able to attend that are excited for the the next sort of uh, levels. Let's take a question from Anna right now. Anna, I'm going to bring you up. And... You've got the the mic now as you uh, connect here to ask a question to the Spoiled Banana Society team and Richard himself. Anna, welcome to the stage. Uh, feel free to ask your question. Hey, Anna.
3: Hey, Richard. Thanks.
2: Doing well. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing great. So uh, what inspired you to uh, create this project?
2: Oh, thank you for the question. That's a great question. Um, I think what inspired me the most was Board Ape Yacht Club probably inspired all of us um, and just how much it changed our lives and just nfts in general like the past eight months has been so uh insane i think if we can just uh try to do that for other people uh that would be a a wild thing to happen
3: so i mean this actually might be kind of like a personal question but like do you actually know um the that created board apes like personally like do you know them like in person (laughs) like in real life
2: yeah yeah I've met, I've met, um, Gordon and Garma Miguel, I'm not like super close friends with them, but Boris is a mod. Um, and I've had conversations with them, but Boris is a mod in their discord, but I also got to perform for them at, and New York and the apes and just been doing a lot of ape stuff, but I don't know them. Like, I'm not like having coffee with them even
0: once a year not, not yet. You may be in the future though. You don't know. That would
2: be insane. (laughs) Uh, if that ever happened. All right, so I actually was
0: gonna keep it moving here, but I wanna take one more question. Thank you, Anna, for that question. We're gonna bring up the next question here. That's gonna come from our friend Lady HaHa. Ha. Thank you for the question, Anna. We're gonna we're gonna have more questions towards the end, but definitely it's nice to involve the community during the conversation, so let's have another question. The stage is yours, Lady HaHa. Ha. Hi,
4: Richard.
2: How are you? Hey, hey, lady, good, how are you doing?
4: Good, first of all, congratulations on your Grammy nomination.
2: Thank so you so awesome. much. Thank you.
4: Of course. Um, just a really easy question. How many will be minted?
2: Yeah, of course, there's gonna be ten thousand minted, and they're each gonna okay. be point, 0.08 ETH. Perfect. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, lady. Yeah. Thank you, lady, for the question. We're gonna take more questions as we move along here in in a little bit. But let's get back onto it. You just got the community member come up and say congratulations on your grammy we haven't touched on this because i was waiting a little bit but that's right congratulations on the uh, nomination but what were you nominated for because there's a lot of people probably that have no idea that you're super talented not just in being a d-gen but also playing music so talk about
2: that Yo, thank you so much michael um i was nominated for a uh, co-producing um Well, like the the album is is nominated for best reggae album of the year. And I co-produced a song off that album with Soja, if you guys know them. Um, And I did like, I play violin mainly. So I did a bunch of like the strings work on that um, and helped them produce it. And then I also play guitar, piano, drums, bass, uh, and produce music on the side and do like live looping, uh, do like live shows and recordings. I made an NFT album four months ago on Rarible. And then it's also if people get it, it, comes with utility where you get access to a game in Sandbox. So shout out Sandbox. Hopefully they launch soon. But yeah, just um, I also do music on the side. I'm excited to put that into Squad Banana Society and uh, you know get more the community more involved into music on that. And to I know on 25% there's going to be a concert. We're donating to a bunch of charities uh, like the NFLPA, mental health, animal rights, LGBTQ, and there's also uh, going to be a concert by by me. Um, for that.
0: Amazing. I mean, one of the things that I love about what I've seen from you and the Banana Society specifically is the ability to incorporate not only, uh, the, you know, the D-gen and and the participation of the community poker, the fantasy sports, but now trying to give back and the community around charity and involving, helping. And that really, at the core of it, is a beautiful thing. So I want to touch base on what just happened when we talk about performances because you mentioned performances you were just in miami performing right how'd that go what was the performance like and, and what do you feel when you're performing because not many people are performers in the way that you are so what's that feeling like in the midst of a performance
2: yeah I th- uh, it's that's a great question i think it's always amazing when i g- have gotten sleep and like i'm ready for it and like there's a good sound check but i think with me kind of in the stage of um you know just getting out there like there's been times um, where maybe I don't get a sound check in or maybe there's been also times with this West Coast, East East Coast thing, because I'm a degen, I go to sleep so late on the West Coast. So like on the East Coast, when I fly out there, when it's like time for me to go to sleep here, 4 a.m., it's 7 a.m. on the East Coast. So I usually get no sleeps. Uh, I'm going to get better. I've learned to buy melatonin now. So that's all going to change. But recently, um, you know, if I get enough sleep it's an amazing experience. I feel like it's super dope. If I don't, it's still an amazing experience. I mean, playing music is super fun. It's one of the most fun things. I'm very uh, you know, grateful that I, I have the ability. And uh, even if I'm like sick or if I'm tired, once I start playing music, it definitely gets me out of that if I'm in a bitchy mood or anything. So super uh, cool thing to per- be able to perform. And I do highly recommend anybody who wants to learn how to play or wants to perform to learn. It's never too late.
1: Wow. I have uh, a lot of questions. I don't want to steer us too far off of uh, the investing aspect of this, but um, Richard, I want to know about your background with music. Like, are you kind of an autodidact? Uh, Did you, did you study music in school? Uh, When was the first time you picked up an instrument?
2: I definitely now have that. I I started, I got very lucky um, in orchestra when I was like eight years old, just picking up the violin first, like three, four years. I honestly didn't learn anything, barely learned how to hold that thing up, but just being in there. And then like, after that, I still did orchestra in middle school and high school. Um, in the 10th grade, I dropped out. Uh, but I was still like an orchestra. I went to a public school that had like a music academy. And then I had like a private tutor who taught me violin for like three years. So all of that helped me tremendously. And then when I was 16, uh, my brother, or maybe a little bit younger, my brother had a band. Um, and he was like, yo, you should play music. And, I was sucked at the violin, but he was so gracious enough to still, he forced me to play with them. Uh, they hated him. But uh, after that, I learned how to play guitar, piano, uh, learned how to produce like drums, just learned how to do everything else. Cause I can't sing. So I kind of have to try to do everything else. Um, or I had to.
1: Wait, Richard, you can't sing. I mean, you can only play like 12 instruments. So come on, <laughs> just
2: kidding. <That's> fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, you know, I, know, that's, Definitely the easiest thing. Well, because I also mess with lyrics. Like, I definitely um, think that you can have powerful more or like it's a different thing, right? You can have not more powerful songs, but, you know, it's definitely really cool when the lyrics are also meaningful or really awesome in songs. So it definitely sucks. Can't do that, but I can always do it for other people and provide a bed and also life's young too. who you never know.
0: What a great quote. Life's young. Ain't that the truth? So let's take a second here to reset. Let's get another question from Anna. I really enjoyed her question before. I'm really enjoying having the community participate. So we're going to bring her back up. Anna is now on stage. Anna, why don't you ask another question?
3: So, like, how did you get started, um, you know, in the NFT space, Richard?
2: Yeah, 100%. Great question. I got started eight months ago with Board Apes uh, as my first NFT, and then... Like, again, I was saying like me and my brother kind of just were very curious about the space and wanted to learn. We were like looking up a little bit of videos, but we just thought that getting the ape would be the best way to get involved. So we got it. And then as, you know, the months went by and they started creating so many community events and the community started building and so many cool people started joining and uh, so many other NFT projects were dropped and other creatives and artists doing super cool things within the ape community. We supported them. Um, Then I dropped the NFT album. Uh, and then, and like four months or five months after we got the apes and then now we're dropping this and in between all that, just kind of like, uh, like I did a theme song for Omnimorphs, their theme song, which is cool. So just getting involved with like a, a lot of different NFT projects and communities. Uh, I did like, uh, music for Dylan, who's an awesome dancer. Um, and then like a tattoo artist So just kind of doing stuff all over the NFT world.
3: Can you tell us a little bit more about like your background like as in are you um, like were you always a musician and I know like you told us that um, you were always in band and stuff like that but like did you go to college or like did you have like a formal training of that or did you not have a formal training?
2: Yeah uh, definitely that's um, a great question I think like at the beginning I was very formal in the sense I was an orchestra. I was, you know, had a private tutor for three years, and it was just strictly violin. But then at 16, uh, I dropped out of high school, like, in the 10th grade. Um, I honestly just stopped going to school. My mom stopped to school. I would, like, walk out the house, and then she would go to work, and I would come back in and sleep. And it was because I just couldn't wake up at 6 a.m. to go to school. So, honestly, fault for making school so early in the morning. I think we all can agree with that. But um, I did that. And after I got out of school, I think I just died. I've been doing music completely for the past six years, just diving deep into like guitar, uh, producing, uh, mainly producing. I was touring for a while. Like I've got to play Red Rocks, uh, like toured. I've been to like every state, gone international, uh, producing for other people. So definitely music's been the center, but I think once I entered the NFT uh, world, it definitely is kind of the next chapter as a creative. And also I can bridge that because then my supporters can grow um, as I grow as well
0: uh amazing some of your answers the authenticity is uh, fantastic we all know that schools make the time too early i mean ain't that the truth talk about uh you trying to score points there you go everybody would probably agree with that so we have more requests for more questions give us a minute because i actually have my own questions i want to not uh completely but i want to take a second to thank everybody for joining us on a conversation with with richard Wagner and his team, and the Spoiled Banana Society. Richard, why don't you just tell for all the new listeners that have just joined or joined midway, reset us on Spoiled Banana Society, the mint date the price, and a quick synopsis for everybody that's just joining us so they know. Thank
2: you, Michael. Thank you, guys, if you're just joining us. We're literally having our pre-sale tomorrow, and our uh, public launch is the 13th. It's not your usual avatar project. 80% Uh, 80% it's a fantasy football league 80% of the mint is going back to prizes uh, your card is a membership that gives you access to a bunch of benefits including the fantasy football league uh, where this year we're doing over a million dollars in prizes and a board eight for first you win every week you win every year and then next year you won't even have to uh, invest. you don't even have to buy it again. The card is good for next year and the year after and the year after because of NFTs and because we can take a percentage every time people trade the cards on OpenSea. Um, and you can buy them uh, tomorrow uh, if you're on the whitelist or the 13th on the public sale on our website, spoiledbananasociety.com. Uh, they're 0.08, which is like, I think, ETH, which is like $350 USD, I think, roughly. Um, and you can join our Discord to learn more about the project. It's a really dope community in there, really awesome people. Um, And then we're going to do basketball, soccer, all sports after football. And uh, we're going to make it easy so you don't have to be like a huge football person to get involved. Uh, We should have their weekly averages so you can kind of just pick the highest person that week if you don't know too much.
0: Yeah, that's a really good synopsis of what the project is. Now, one thing I think many people may be wondering or they're curious about, what sort of separates – the spoiled banana society from maybe other potential NFT projects that are in the sort of same space. I'm sure you've heard this question, but I think it'd just be interesting to hear because we do know there's other projects that are somewhat similar, but not that everyone, you know, making it, but what separates spoiled banana society? Other no,
2: hundred percent. Um, that's a great question. And, you know, we wish nothing but love to those projects. I think them doing great is going to help us too. Um, and I think, you know, th- that we've been kind, like we've been nice to each other. I think, um, you know, I, the, the main thing that separates us, two things. Number one, um, I know that they're players, they're not teams. So when you get an NFT from us, it's your whole team. So it's two quarterbacks, four running backs, five wide receivers, two tight ends, two defenses. It's like 15 properties of that one NFT, but they have players. And I know because they did that, it's very hard to like trade and set lineups um, because gas is crazy. They had to go off the Ethereum blockchain um, and they went on to a blockchain on their own site. And I know that they're interface to do all of that um and to set lineups and stuff like that isn't the best uh but you know also i think that a lot of projects are maybe coming at this maybe from more of a sports perspective in the nft space um and i think you do kind of have to know a little bit about the nft space and come at it as a collector first before you drop anything to really know how it works so i don't think they were able to do it to the best as it could be done if that makes sense. But no shade at them. You know, we wish nothing but the love to them. Nothing.
0: Yeah, of course, nothing but love. I mean it's a growing community. We talk about investing early. A lot of people can be early. A lot of people can win. I like to think about these things like a pizza party. And there's enough pizza for everybody to get as many slices as they really want to eat. And the more that we eat together, the more that we enjoy, and the more that we party. And it's all community-based and we're all trying to win. That's the beauty of not just NFTs but sort of blockchain and where we are in the phase is that Everybody can participate. Now, I see more questions. If you do have questions, guys, we're about to start requesting you to ask them and join us. I know my uh, co-host and partner at Investorly, Danny, has a question for you, Rich. i ask you one before I turn it over to Danny. And that is this. Okay, we know you're a bored ape. I see it in your profile picture. You got into that. But let's just say, You were not part of the Board Apes and you looked around at the NFT projects and you said, I wish I was part of this community of projects, of NFT projects, whatever that is. What other project would you then join?
2: Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of really good projects out there. I think number one off the bat, Crypto Dads um, is one of the top projects I see with the great community, great utility uh, and super undervalued. I would dump all my money into that not financial advice do your own research yeah i think i uh, i think that there are a lot of dope communities out there um omnimorphs is one of them i think that um there's a lot of ape ran ones um two that are really cool i think gutter cats is definitely a really dope uh community as well uh i i got to play the gutter cats event so that was awesome and getting to meet a bunch of the founders and a bunch of the team um was definitely dope i definitely think um Cool Cats is one of them, you know, 100% as well. Both of them can win. You know, I'm sure you guys as well, like, have experienced the same thing when what we were just talking about the question before. I'm sure there's some uh, battles there, but, you know, both. I think both succeeding each other succeed at the end of the day. Like, I'm sure everybody's rooting everybody on, just like, you know, the, if the board apes get bigger, you know, that helps everyone else. I think Doodles is definitely another big one. I think CryptoDads is definitely a small one that's like, ent- that you know, it doesn't cost too much. And I think... Um, definitely a cool one to get into.
1: Absolutely, and I think uh, Mike saying there, he said uh, we like the cats. I think Mike is actually a cat at this point. He's uh, he talks about it so often. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Richard, I, wonder, I just had one last question here uh, for you until we turn it over to lots of community requests we have here. Uh, but my last question for you, Richard, is that you know the, the football season is very short, and you're kind of catching it in mid-season. Yeah. And you're you're launching with foot with you know the fantasy football. Are there some challenges with that? And uh, you know, are you launching a little bit later than you uh, had at first anticipated?
2: <clears throat> yeah, a hundred percent. It's a really great um, question. You know, I think that it's it still works out because there's going to be a a month left to play, so four weeks and crazy prizes. Where if it sells out, you know, at the end, of, someone's going to win a board ape in four weeks, uh, which I think is definitely enticing to someone who isn't hugely into into fantasy football and wants to put in a lot of work because there's you know a little bit more luck involved into that um and then all you know i think that we did want to launch it earlier but just everything that it takes to to build out the back end and build out the community um you know we just waited wanted to wait until it was the right time for us to launch and i think four weeks is still awesome you know especially with us doing playoffs um and then going to other sports in the off season and then having prizes for next year as well definitely um you know makes it i think cool i think another thing i I forgot to mention was was there's a hundred gold cards to provide some rarity uh so that also is is pretty um cool as well the hundred gold cards let you compete in all the prizes but the hundred gold cards top 10 get paid every single week and top 10 get paid every single year with uh first place getting a mutant or 20th
0: so let's start taking questions and i'll chime in when i see him i'm gonna bring up our first guest here we're gonna invite him and that is left click by dot e. eth. let's hear the question that you have uh for richard and the spoiled banana society on a conversation with so left click the floor is yours
1: hey what's up guys cool project
0: um, thank you bro okay. yeah so my question is
4: um where can you just explain how the scoring is going to work is it going to be a ppr like are you getting the scores off of uh, dk or where are you pulling this from i'm just trying to figure out say i mint this nft and then i get i get my quarterbacks receivers tight ends is that just say am i just getting a rams quarterback whoever's playing that week or a player like i'm just kind of confused exactly how
2: that's going to work of course of course that's a great question uh so you get the top scoring player that week so if you have the rams quarterback uh, whoever the top scoring player that week, you're gonna get, and it, yeah, it's PPR, it's basic scoring. So let's go take it to like wide receiver. Um, on the Rams, you know, if Cooper Cup scores twenty points and PPR, like every time he scores a touchdown, that's six points. You know, every time he goes ten yards, that's one point. Every time he catches the ball, it's one point. You know, fantasy rules. But let's say Cooper Cup scores twenty points and Robert Woods scores ten points, you're you're gonna get Cooper Cup's twenty points that week, and so you're gonna get the list of fifteen uh position, a team positions, right? So you're gonna get Kansas City quarterback. Rams quarterback, and then you're going to get like Carolina running back, you know, Tampa Bay running back, all those running backs. And then, like, you're going to have to start. So, you get Kansas City quarterback and, um, let's say Greenback quarterback. You're going to have to start one of them every single week. So, you have to pick between Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. And that's all going to be done on our website. So, you're going to wallet connect on spoiledbananasciety.com, and then you're going to see a my team page that looks exactly like Sleeper, where you can start and bench your players. And then you'll see a leaderboard page with how your card's doing that week um, and that season. And then you can click on any card and go to go on seat to view it and buy it or sell it.
4: That explained it perfectly. That's awesome. I- I'm in.
2: Yo, let's go. <laughs> Thank
0: you, bro. Hey, Richard, you're a great salesman. You killed it. One question, he's in. We uh, love it. All right, thanks. Thank you, LeftClick. Great great question. Let's bring up uh, Wizman. You're up here. Your chance to uh, unmute yourself and ask a question. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for having me. I, uh, I think that the whole idea of this and the execution is pretty
4: awesome uh, as far as being able to reuse it season after season after season.
2: Um, I haven't seen anything like this. I spend a lot of money on fantasy football every year, and I, I'm really excited. My only concern is the uh, the prize pool. Like, uh, if, it, if it's going to be good for all these seasons coming up, how are we guaranteed that this prize pool is going to be there year after year? Yeah, 100%. I think that's a really good question. That is our number one priority. That's what we're going to work on the most and spend the most time on. Uh, the number, the first thing is the secondaries. So we take 7.5% of every card traded. Uh, we hope if the secondary is good, that's going to help. Then we're going to do exclusive merch drops. Um, if we can't just pull from the secondary. Um, so that'll help. And then we're going to do sponsorships, you know, if DraftKings potentially wants to come in and sponsor the prizes for the year or sponsor a board eight to put their, you know, uh, name on. And then if all of that doesn't work, we can do other basketball, soccer and pull to put in here. And then we've also held back a percentage of the mint because it's only a four week season this year for next year. So we should have another uh, over a million dollars in a board eight for first for next year as well, just off the mint. Um, and then hopefully the project gets bigger and people are trading and if e2.0 comes um that's going to be so freaking exciting as well
0: thanks for the question was man and that actually made me think for a question because you talk about the trading of the cards i mean and answer me this and we're going to go to moonfleet next for the question but richard and and the banana society guys i'm i'm trying to think about this from a fantasy perspective everybody that's interested in it your card could become less or more valuable based on real football you know each season yep right like exactly depending on players go and which cards you have, you could be sitting on, you know, an ace one season, which turns into uh, you know, Euro the next season, and that's gonna actually make people want to trade. Well the, next,
2: the two things with that is like number one, also you're gonna be able to trade them um live like during a game. So think about if you're like in first place, uh getting in like first place gets hundred ETH, but the other person has Matthew Stafford in second place and you're you're up by four points and you're getting a fifty ETH offer. You know, like it's definitely going to you can sell it off right there. And then also we're paying off the bottom 100 and the middle 100 cards for the season long. uh, So that way people can mint past week one and then they just get defaulted uh, the lineup for the previous weeks. But because we're paying out the last 100 and the middle 100, it also pays off to have bad cards and medium cards. um, So that a lot of ways to win and a lot of trading hopefully happening. Yeah, just a lot of stuff happening, hopefully. A lot of
0: stuff, has, I and mean, we appreciate your answers. And obviously, this is a working project. I mean, it's a brand new project. There's a lot that goes into it, but you can tell the excitement just from this conversation alone. And I've seen you around the community and the excitement across social, the excitement in person about bringing fantasy football to sort of the metaverse and NFTs. I mean, what an exciting time. Let's go to Moonfleece for your chance now to ask your question. All right, over.
4: Richard. Hey, uh, congratulations on project. It's awesome. Uh, so, question- thank you, bro yeah yeah no worries um hats off to you uh my question is um as far as like a tax purposes you know are you guys at risk of like uh uh not being offshore if you will and um with the proceeds you know that be obviously if i was in the united states
2: but uh, pretty much that aspect what what do you have for that that's a very good question thankfully Dutch um, is one of uh, the founders and is looking into all of that at the moment. I believe what the taxes were going to set it up properly. Um, and I don't know what it's going to be yet in the sense of potentially if it's, a, if you're winning a lot of money, you we're going to have to, you don't a social security you. Um, but we're kind of trying to also see if we can legally avoid that because we don't want to store all of that information. Um, and yeah, you know, so, but that's all getting taken care of, um, in a sense, whatever needs to happen will happen in a sense.
4: Yeah. That, that's awesome. I, I did learn something, um, just the other day that since it is in like a DeFi kind of, uh, environment, not kind of since it's, you know, decentralized environment, you know, if you register an entity or something in Australia or something like that, um, they don't have those challenges. So it could, typically live you know in the universe and wherever everybody is is where their taxes would apply but i'm not an expert and this isn't financial advice obviously but just a thought
2: no 100 percent. i think we already registered it in wyoming uh but that would have been definitely helpful i think we def- dutch had his reasons why we needed to do it in wyoming probably because if we ever had to represent ourselves i don't think he's trying to go to australia he doesn't like kangaroos All right.
4: All right. hey thanks appreciate your answer
2: Appreciate sure. you, man. Thank you. He doesn't, he doesn't like kangaroos.
0: Come on. Who doesn't dude, like Dude, have kangaroos? you seen those
2: guys? They'll beat your. They'll right. come at you.
0: They're definitely – yeah, they're pretty dangerous, actually, if you try to square up with them. I've seen some of those videos on YouTube. That's actually – you want to spend some time up late at night degenning. Degen the uh, kangaroo videos on YouTube. Thank you for the question, Moon, please. Uh, we're going to go to uh, the next question, which is Rob. Rob, go for it.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for setting this up. I'm super excited for this project. I think you guys totally fill the void in the NFT world. Um, My question is, is regarding, I understand the scoring,
0: how that works, but I'm curious to see if each week will be a GPP or will it be kind of like a best ball league where
1: X percent move forward for a season long prize uh, in addition to weekly
2: prizes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. That's a great question. Um, So it's <clears throat> just going to be like weekly. The top 100 cards will win. N- nothing where you have to advance in the season long as well. Like n- no one advances for the season long. The top 100, the middle 100, and the bottom 100 will win when the four weeks are over. And it's just the combined points of the past four weeks this season.
0: That's a good answer. And I think the best thing to do here is to make sure that anybody that wants more information, maybe you've heard something, you like it. You maybe missed something. You are maybe more curious about something. Make sure to join Disposed Bananas Society Discord. That's where you can get the most information. That's where you can join the community in, like, real life. I'm going to bring back, left-click, By Give us a follow I'm
4: back. I'm back. So first question is, are,
2: are the founders going to be playing as well? Oh, man. Way to freaking shoot us shoot, uh, shoot us in the face. We wish, dude. We uh, created this whole thing to play our son sa- Dutch... Um, that's how we know where he's on top of things said we are not allowed to play. Um, so very sadly we cannot, but we will be doing something where like we pick our favorite cards that week, I think, and doing a show around that.
4: Thanks. Uh, yeah. So my second question kind of following off that uh, is how about some strategy offer? Can you offer us some strategy? Uh, I know you're, I know you're you're mentioning that we can trade. So does that, does that bring yeah, into Chiefs. effect of maybe a whale comes
2: in and just starts just buying everything up to win? you, the you know Chiefs, what I mean? Um, the, if you, so if I was, like, looking at this, I would go to every card that has a Chiefs player in, um, except the defense, of course, uh, and just completely buy every single one of those cards um, because they're guaranteed, you know, to, to at least do good eventually. Um, I think that's definitely, <laughs> definitely high advice right there. But I think in terms of, like getting a lot of cards to compete and win prizes i think that um that's definitely something that you can do there's also so many more perks about owning a card that i think owning one or two is as kind of really dope very dope as well if what I, is what i'm saying but i think somebody can get 20 30 cards but just like in a uh, draft kings lineup or a FanDuel lineup you know people can do that as well uh, and, and when, and win like that, but also you can just get one card and win also first place. There's a lot of ways to win every week and every season. Um, so yeah. Nice.
0: That's a, that's a good breakdown. Thank you. Left click. Uh, I'm going to move over cause we're getting a couple more follow-ups here. We're going to bring Anna up one more time. Third time's the charm from Anna. really been a big person. May as well made her a co-host. Make her a co-host. Anna, no, come, coming back. And, and, uh, Anna, you're back on stage. What's up? Talk to us.
3: So you mentioned like some of the perks of having um, a spoiled
2: Banana Society. So can you tell us actually uh, what some of the perks are? Yeah, 100%. Uh, so we want to do real-life events like kind of like the board Apes at the Festival. We want to do Metaverse events because uh, it's the NFT space. Um, and just I also think the Metaverse is a really dope thing. Uh, we want to do more poker events. We want to potentially have like athletes hang out, um, potentially athletes be in the club. You know, so like just being in the community, um, we also want to do, uh, music, uh, I'm going to do shows, you know, potentially airdrops of music and art. Uh, and then also a really big one that's actually utilities or not (laughs) all that wasn't actually utility, but something like, I guess something definitely that's happening if it, if it goes well, is that if once this goes well, we're going to go into basketball and soccer and you, and the people on the football cards will be the first people to get those cards. So you know, that's kind of I, what I mean. Definite, I guess, a financial benefit um, if this goes well. Yeah.
0: Now I, I, And I just want to take a second for everybody listening. Listen, Richard, you are doing as much as you can to make everyone aware. Like anything, when it comes to life, investing, anything, there is some risk. Right. No matter what, no one can predict the future. So everybody in this conversation listening, just remember, this is not financial advice. This is our best ability to try to showcase a project and, an, you know, an interesting, exciting opportunity to be part of community, learn and, and participate in stuff that you're interested in. If this is floating, your, you definitely want to participate and learn more. And that's the best you can say. So we do have a lot more questions. We're going to go to uh, you're up on stage right now, Go. How about uh, your question?
4: Yeah, whatever, everybody. Thanks for the time. I just kind of looked at this project for the first time today. It's definitely exciting. I'm a big sports lover myself. But, hey, I was curious, are you guys U.S.-based by any chance? You know, if you guys are talking about um, IRL, stuff like that, just curious about maybe the general founder's location and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. I am um, in L.A. Boris is in Colorado. Mike is in New York. We have a bunch of people. All of which is in U.K. I think he's the one person outside bunch of people in new york some people in arizona definitely all all throughout la uh and thanks for checking our project out man appreciate it uh, for sure hey
4: you know what yeah we need some we need some events like west of the mississippi you know what i mean so why don't you guys go ahead and figure something out and i'm out of california myself too so that's great to hear but definitely excited and you guys carry on with
2: everything you're doing thank you definitely about be- west coast is the yeah. best coast hey thank you ervin go for the question, also, great question. You know, all, and- all the mutants and all the apes are also whitelisted uh if you guys go to our discord so just so you guys know there you go that's that's community
0: right there if you're part of the apes already you have uh, an early shot to be part of the spoiled banana society more questions rolling in you got a couple more minutes here for us Richard? of course yeah yeah, 100 percent. richard i i really wanted to talk about some real nfl stuff and the chiefs because i know how diehard you are but we're going to hold off on that because we're about the community here and we want to talk about the community so john you're up on stage john talk to us
2: hey man how's it going I just wanted to say that um, I was taking a look at the project and uh, it looks really interesting. Never been too into football, but I'm excited to see what comes of it, man. Thank you, John. Appreciate that.
0: Thank you, John, for coming up. Uh, And that's exciting. Someone that's not into football, here's the conversation, gets more excited, gets into NFTs, gets into community. And you see how this can spread like a wildfire quickly. Let's go to our next question from Ozone Metaverse Engine. And this is a shot for anybody else. You want to come up, you want to have a comment, a question for Richard, for Danny, myself, for the Spoiled Banana Society, for investing. You want to tell us how you're feeling. Come up on stage request right now. Richard just graced us with a little bit more time. So let's talk to Moon Moonfleas. Talk to us about uh the project. We have
2: a Richard,
4: you guys ever think about NASCAR? One winner, whole bunch of a whole bunch of other cars would be the bomb.
2: That oh yeah. That would be freaking epic, man. I think the, the coolest thing ever is that, you know, as people come in and people like you request, like that was the first request we've got of that. I think you know, we'll definitely have the capacity to do all all the sports. Because um, it's exciting as hell to bridge those communities into NFTs. Like, I think what that other guy was ask, asking or saying, sorry, which is super cool, is like, this. I think this project can open a lot of doors for like sports people coming in, for a lot of NFT pop, people coming into sports, um, you know, sports people coming in NFTs, just kind of a lot of new found people um, in the space. Uh, so it's exciting.
0: We'd like to thank Richard Wagner and the community for a great conversation. To stay informed of upcoming conversations and receive our weekly newsletters, subscribe at investorly.substack.com. Investorly. Invest early in yourself.